Hello, hello, and welcome back. I am on fire. So are you ready? Buckle up because this is going to be a really good episode. So the name of the episode is Question Everything. And you'll notice, I hope you noticed, that at the beginning of this podcast there was no music. Because you know what? I don't want to do music anymore. I started off having music in the beginning and the end of my podcast and I decided that I don't want to do that because I know personally when I listen to podcasts I fast forward through the music I don't want to listen to it I'm done with it so um yeah I questioned why why I was doing that why I chose to do that and it's because they said I should I don't even know who they are but they've got a lot of rules and I decided I'm not doing it so uh yeah we're just, we are going like old school. It's just you and me. We're just talking and while I'm talking, you're listening and we are going to get some stuff done without all the fluff. So today I'm talking about questioning everything. Why? Because this is the most powerful thing you can do for yourself, for your life. Most of what we believe in our everyday life, how we act, how we show up, what we do, is based on beliefs that are basically mental constructs that somebody else made up. And we're just like, yep, yeah. we, sometimes we question them, sometimes we don't even question them. But like the majority of the things we do with our lives is because somebody said, I should say they said, this is what we're supposed to do. I mean, from ever, anything from money, right? So like that's just a mental construct. Money is actually not a thing. We assigned meaning to it. Time is a mental construct. Right? The fact that we have clocks and we tell time. Our own identity is a mental construct based on the opinion most likely that other people have of us that we just fit into. Now, I want to break all of this down, but I want to start with there's obviously a place for rules in the world. I'm going to be talking about breaking the rules today, but there are some rules that actually make sense for us to follow. They keep us alive. And they create a sense of order. So, for example, traffic rules. Although I know some of you who maybe have had some traffic tickets may not agree with some of the rules. But generally, you know when you go out and you drive, everyone's going to be following the rules. And it keeps you safe and it keeps you moving towards your end destination. Right. So there are some rules that are put in place that actually just they kind of make sense. And they keep us safe as a society and they create some sense of order. There are also some absolute truths that exist in the world. For example, if there is fire and you touch it, you will get burned. So I don't know that that's a rule that I would question, right? Gravity. Gravity just exists. I don't understand it. I can't explain it. But I think we would all agree that gravity is a thing because we're not floating all around. So there are some absolute truths in place but basically everything else is a relative truth, which is just basically a mental construct that somebody made up, probably somebody not even as smart as you, made up, and we decided to follow along, whether the we is the collective societal, societal we or it is the individual we. It's time to start questioning those. I have found that some of these rules have kept people stuck in their lives. I know that they 
These rules have kept me stuck in my life and still do in some areas. And worse yet, some of these rules are actually really destructive. I always think of thin bodies, right? Everyone should have a thin body. That's what they say because that is what's appropriate and acceptable. And you know what happens? Women, mostly women, men as well, starve themselves trying to achieve some sense of thinness that they can't achieve or maybe they have achieved but they have developed a mental illness because they just can't see their thin body and now they have anorexia. That is a rule we need to question because that is literally killing people. Not fitting in, you know, this is, there's such a high level of anxiety these days for many reasons, but even just in general, when you think about your growing up experience and the times that you felt like you weren't fitting in and you didn't feel normal and you had some anxiety around that, for some people, that society gets heightened and it can turn into depression And it can result in somebody killing themselves because they don't feel like they're fitting in with the norm. That is so dangerous and so destructive and that shit needs to stop. I guess I'm going to be cursing on this podcast. I can't help it. I'm on fire. This is like this stuff just, oh, it gets to me. The problem is we have all of these rules out there that we have just accepted and either we're taught to not question these rules you know innocently sometimes parents will just say you know because kids will ask 15,000 questions you know sometimes the answer is because I said so and so we're taught at a young age in an innocent way to just not question but it becomes more inherent as we get older and we are taught not to question because we know that there will be consequences if we do question and in some cases some people don't even know they can question the rules Right. So there actually, I would even say in the setup of your own life, there may be rules that you're like, yeah, I totally questioning them. There may be other rules you're following that you don't even know that you should be questioning them. Right. So it is fascinating for me to watch myself live in my world, move through my world based on rules that somebody else has created for me or that I've even created for me because maybe I had a fear of something happening um, in my own world that may have um, generated some sense of fear. But yeah, so in general, if you, and hopefully by the end of this podcast, you're going to start to look at your own life and see where you are following rules that you actually don't even want to follow anymore um, just because somebody said that you should. So let's talk about what I mean by this. I am going to actually reference a book and I'm going to get his name wrong um, because I was just like, I read it recently. It's an older book. I think it was written in 2016. But when I read it, I was like, oh my God, this is exactly what I've been talking about. Um, It is called The Code of the Extraordinary Mind and it was written by, let's see, I think it's Vision. Lakiani, I know I'm saying that wrong, but The Code of the Extraordinary Mind, it is a must read. It is one of the best books that I've read. It was just recently recommended to me by a friend of mine, and I highly recommend you reading it, especially if this podcast episode resonates with you because he speaks to that. He calls it um, rules, bullshit rules. (laughs) 
which I love, but he like just talks about questioning them and he gives some examples of his own life, how he's done it, but he also speaks to how destructive they can be. So I want to reference that book because a lot of what I'm talking about is discussed further in that book and I think it is well worth the read if you are interested. Okay, so let's talk about why we don't question the rules. One, we may not know to question the rules or most likely we have a desire to belong as humans that is one of our um, core desires our, our and the hierarchy of needs this sense of connection and belonging we want to be part of the tribe because back in the day when you weren't part of the tribe you could die because you either starved because you weren't part of the tribe that was going to feed you or you didn't have somebody protecting you so the lion ate you right so there is this innate desire as humans for us to belong And when we start to question some of the rules, especially rules that are built into our either um, family upbringing or into our culture or our religion, there is a fear that we will no longer belong. And that fear is real. It can be really scary. So a lot of times we'll just say, like, I'd rather be uncomfortable than rock the boat. Quote, unquote, it's just easier. But if you really even think about that, it's just easier to follow along. If you think about that statement, you're not being truth to yourself because it's or true to yourself because it isn't easier to not choose yourself. It is actually harder to live a life that somebody else has decided should be yours. So we think, we trick ourselves, we lie to ourselves that it's just easier to not rock the boat. But at the end of the day, it's actually much harder because what you're doing is you are suppressing your true nature and what and the result of a potentially full life if you actually decided to question the rules and start to step into your own. So we don't do it though because it's scary. You know, so-and-so might get pissed. There'll be guilt. There'll be comments. And we just don't want that. But I want to just offer that we are both personally and as a society society best served when we actually challenge ideas. So we can see this even in our society, how technology has evolved, right? If someone never questioned the norms, we wouldn't be carrying around little computers that double as phones in our pockets, right? So think of just all of the amazing conveniences that what technology has brought to us um, just even like some safety rules with our food right if someone never questioned that or said like hey maybe we shouldn't let people just buy meat that's been sitting around for five days we'd probably be dead because we'd be eating a lot of really bad meat but if someone never questioned the norms we would just be stuck back in the caveman times, right? But because somebody questioned the norms and said, well, hey, maybe we can do this in a better way, our lives have evolved. I think it's easier to question the rules. And this is, I mean, this is true and that's not true, but I think it is somewhat easier to question the rules in a bigger um, societal way from like moving forward in technology rather than when it's something personal or near and dear to our culture, our religion, or our family traditions, right? So if you're thinking, like, how can I make the computer better, there's less risk to you personally than there would be to, like, hey, do I want to still belong to this religion, right? Or do I still want to follow this family tradition, right? That's a lot harder because it becomes 
potentially a threat to us personally, our personal well-being. So that's where it takes courage. That's where courage comes in when you start to question the rules. So let's talk about that. How do you start questioning the rules? First of all, you have to start developing an awareness. So I'm going to use actually some of my own personal examples on what I have done. And listen, I would say up until seven or eight years ago, I'm just trying to do some math in my head, I really didn't question the rules, right? I bought into what society's definition of success was. I definitely bought into um, what I was taught a good daughter means and um, what I'm supposed to do as a good daughter and what family means. Um, I definitely was still dieting like a crazy person trying to get thin because I was taught that thin is better. Um, I'm trying to think of some other things. But you get the point. I was really, I want to say it was about eight years ago that I really got serious about questioning. Now, prior to that, I have been a self-development junkie for as long as I can remember. I've always been interested in self-improvement, um, just learning about the mind, which is, I know why I'm a life coach now, but I've always had um, interest in it, but it was always more in theory rather than practice. And then I started to wake up in 2000, God, I can't even do the math, 2014-15, um, where I was just like, what am I doing? So one of the first things I did was I moved to Wisconsin. I lived in New Jersey at the time. I'm an East Coast girl. I was born and raised in the New York, New Jersey area. So you can imagine when I was telling people in New Jersey that I was moving to Wisconsin, people thought I was crazy. I had a lot of comments, a lot of questions. A lot of people did not understand why I would move there. They're like, isn't it just like a place with cows? And you know what? Honestly, I was like, you can think whatever you want. <laughs> I'm going. And I did. And people questioned me. Um, I'm sure there was lots of comments made behind my back. I did not care because I had spent some time in the Midwest. And when I did, I knew that's where I belonged. That was the first time I took a big risk on myself and moved not only away from my job, the corporate center that I was working from, I moved away from my family, my aging parents. So you know people had plenty to say about that. But it took me a very long time to actually make that decision to just pick up and, and move because I had the fear, right? I had self-induced guilt about moving away from my family, choosing myself first. I was risking potentially losing my job because I was no longer going to be based out of the corporate headquarters. And I reached a point where I simply did not care because I knew that my mental health, my life satisfaction was more important than anything else. So that was like the first thing I did. Then I actually started to question dieting and my body. I had spent over 30 years trying to get thin unsuccessfully because, as you know, our society teaches us that thin is better. I was a 10-pound baby. I always joke that I was like born fat and I was destined to be fat my whole life. And it was definitely not for lack of trying. I had tried every diet, every exercise program. I had done all of it. 
and it wasn't working and I was done beating myself up. Talk about a huge risk. I felt like I was just settling and like I almost like I was giving up, but I just couldn't take it anymore. What I didn't know was how powerful that decision was for me and also the positive impact that it had on other people because it gave them permission to do the same thing. So I've been doing that. And actually, very recently, my last really big thing was, again, I got caught in the tradition, traditional definition of success. And I had recently taken, taken a corporate position um, with a company that on paper, the package that I was offered was phenomenal, except I wasn't happy. And I remember waking up one day and said, like, this is not like I am like there's longevity in my family and I was like I do not want to be doing this for the next 30 35 years I looked at my life and it was going to be fine I would have had all the trappings of success yet I knew it was not who I was so I quit the job I walked away from an incredible package I disappointed people but I chose me and the more you do this the more you start to question the more courage you have to continue to take the steps towards choosing you. So those are some examples from my life, um, which is why hopefully you can start to see why I'm really passionate about questioning how you're living your life, especially if you're not happy with your current situation. I will say life is 50-50, so you're not going to be happy all the time. But if there is this constant dread and you are being drawn or pulled to doing something different, and you are stopping yourself from doing that, this episode is for you. So the first thing you need to do is look around your life and see the areas that are really like your hot buttons, like the things that get you charged up, that you know you're doing, that you don't want to be doing. Those are usually pretty obvious. Those are usually the things that are just sucking the life out of you. Those are the things that Um, you're pushing towards, pushing towards, and not really getting the result that you want. Those are usually the easiest things to, to find. It could be your job. It could be the diet you're on. It could be the relationship you're in. It could be some of your social circles. It could be where you live. I mean, it could be anything. And again, this is very personal for you. But just start to question your life. Look at your life and really the, the hot button ones are the easiest to identify because they're the ones that you know are not serving you. If you're honestly, if you're honest with yourself, you know in your heart that what you're doing is not the right thing for you. And you don't have to start big. Right? Even if you know that it's like maybe a really big thing that you want to question, maybe it's the relationship you're in, the religion you belong to. You don't need to go like all in <laughs> with the big things unless you're ready to. You can start small. It could be like, why do I eat oatmeal every morning for breakfast? Because so-and-so said I should. Like, start small. (laughs) You don't need to go all in. But the first thing to do is like develop the awareness of the stuff that you or the rules that you are following and slowly start to question. And you can use it against the backdrop of like wanting to change it, the backdrop of the golden rule Actually, in the Code of the Extraordinary Mind, he uses that. Do unto others as you would have done to you. If changing the rule that you're following is going to break the golden rule, maybe that's not a rule that you change. But if it's not, like, go forth and conquer. 
Another way to identify some of the rules that you're following is to question like, does everyone believe this? Right? Like you're going to see, so this might be, um, I'm going to just use dieting because that is, has always been a big one for me. There are actually people out in the world that don't think that anyone needs to diet or don't doesn't believe in dieting, right? Like that your body is fine the way it is. We're all built uniquely and we should just embrace that, right? So you can look around for something that you're, that you truly believe and just be like, does everyone, like, does everyone believe this or not? So that might be like a thing for you to start to question, um, especially if it's not you know, the norm across the board that everyone believes it. The big one is the the things that filter to use to question the rules in your life is does it serve your happiness? Is it sucking the life out of you? If it is, question it. And then the final filter I have is will changing, I'm going to (laughs) sneeze, excuse me, and I'm not editing, so sorry about that. Um, Will changing what I do cause true harm to somebody else? Now, this one is subjective. This filter is subjective because true harm is going to be different to other people. And the extreme of true harm may be worthwhile for some things. And I, this is an extreme um, example, but it's a powerful one is the women in Iran. Like, come on, like talk about them questioning and fighting back on the norms. But true harm, like, so the reason why I use this as a filter, because some people think like, oh, I can't change that because my mom will be so disappointed. Yeah, she might be. That is not true harm to somebody else. Okay, so use that and you know what true harm is, right? And it's going to be very subjective, but you know in your heart what true harm is. And disappointing somebody else is not true harm. Even though it may feel like that, even though you may be uncomfortable, That is not true harm. Okay, so filters to use the golden rule. Does everyone believe it? Is it serving my happiness? And will uh, changing what I do cause true harm to somebody else? Use those as a filter. You may want to add your own in, but I think these are um, good filters to use when you're starting to question the things that you're doing in your life. And then you need to get honest with yourself and ask, what is it that you really want, right? So if you, it could be simple, like I'll use the oatmeal example. Maybe you want eggs every day <clears throat> or maybe you're cool with leftovers from the night before or maybe you don't even want to eat breakfast, right? Like we're taught, oh, breakfast is the most important meal. It may not be the most important meal for you, right? So decide if you're going to break the rule or change the rule or do away with the rule, Do you need to replace it with something else? And if that is the case, what is that something else, right? What is that thing that is um, truly um, driving you or sparking some sort of joy? It may be you just drop the rule, right? Like there's no replacement needed, right? Only you're going to know and it obviously is based on whatever rule you are questioning. And then you just go forth and conquer. That's it. And then you choose like you, you break one rule, you change it. And then you pick another one. The biggest message I have here is actually I was just listening to a commercial and I was like, oh, that's perfect for my podcast. I don't really see – I'm at my parents' house um, for the holidays. I stream. I don't see commercials. They watch TV. We see commercials. But one of the commercials said, leaving the herd 
gives you a bigger life or something along those lines. And I was like, yes, 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 yes. The most powerful thing you can do for you in your whole life is to not waste your life living somebody else's life, right? So doing things because other, thing, other people think you should be doing those things is not a reason to do them. That keeps you small. That keeps you inauthentic. And honestly, it makes you a liar because you're not living your life. I know that sounds like a little harsh, but it's the truth. If you are doing things to please other people and not yourself, you're lying to them because you're trying to manipulate them. That's what people-pleasing is. It was a very hard lesson for me to learn, but that is what people-pleasing is. And also, this is your one precious life. Do you really want to waste it trying to please somebody else? Also, don't let others drown you out. You have a say in what your life should look like. You get, it's your life. You get to do whatever you want, even if it rocks the boat, even if people are upset by it. So what? Is giving up your own happiness and your own life worth it? Now, I will say you have to have the courage to live on your own terms because it does take courage, one, to start to question the norms and then to let people know that you are Oh my God, do you hear my dad in the background? <laughs> Sorry, not editing. It's so loud. But you have to have courage to live life on your own terms. It takes courage to question the rules. It takes courage to let people know that you are changing the rules. And it also takes courage to continue to move forward. Now that courage gets easier because as you're doing it, you see that like you're not going to die and it gives you more courage. And also you're happier in your life. You're feeling more genuine and true to who you are so that courage can continue to grow that's how you build your courage as you take one step and then you take another some people are going to call you selfish so what I love that question for things like that you know the whole concept of selfish is for me one of the biggest rules you should question especially as women we're taught don't be selfish that's so selfish like it's such a bad thing isn't that crazy I think it's actually one of the best things we can do. If we take care of our own needs, our own happiness, we show up in the world in a healthy way and we can give and serve in a more true, honest way and in a bigger way, right? And we're authentic and we also then give power to other people or permission to other people to do the same thing. I think being selfish is one of the most important things you can do for yourself. Let them call you selfish. That's a compliment. Okay. To wrap up, I just want to tell you, questioning the rules you live by and making sure they resonate with who you are truly will give you so much power and control over your life. However, (laughs) you lose all excuses. You take... Doing this, right, questioning it and making choices for yourself, you're taking full responsibility for your life, which means you can no longer hide behind excuses. It's not a bad thing. I just want to tell you that that's the warning that comes with this. But it is worth it because on the other side of questioning and taking time and having the courage to question how you're living your life and start to make changes in a way 
that is more authentic, that brings you true joy, is an amazing full life. It's a true life. It's an authentic life. And it's empowering not only for you, but it's also empowering for other people to see it. Don't wait, right? So many people, so many women wait until later in life to finally be like, what have I been doing, right? To make the change, make the change now. And if you are older, so what? Make the change now, right? Don't wait until someday because someday may never come. Start looking at your life and making sure you are following the rules that make most sense for you and who you truly are at your core and who you want to be. And encourage others to do the same. We're not here to squash each other's dreams. We're here to build each other up. And the more we can encourage people to step into their truth by doing it ourselves and giving them permission and supporting them when they're doing it, my God, what a world we'll live in. This is not light stuff. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's going to take courage. Yes, you're going to upset some people. So what? The world will be a better place without a doubt. All right, my friends, that's all I have to say about that. I'm sure the topic is going to come up again and again, but do it. Start to question your life. It is so worth it. All right, until the next time, have a beautiful day. Take care.